0: Page 414. We are going to learn Parsha's Vaishlach. You're right. I mean, Vaishlach, I'm sorry. I
1: apologize. No problem.
0: If you have to, you can do this. (laughs) And Parsha's Vaishlach is 414. We will. This passage is about the selling of Joseph. Let's read a little bit and we'll start and then we'll talk.
2: Yaakov settled in the land of his father's residence in the land of Canaan. This is history of Yaakov.
0: Yosef... Stop right here. This is the history of Yaakov, Yosef. Hmm. Ele toldot Yaakov, Yosef. The, really, that's not the right. The right translation in many places is not history. The right translation here is the generations mm-hmm. of Yaakov. Mm-hmm. Toldot means generations. Yosef. Mm-hmm. What does this mean? From Jacob's point of view, who is his continuation? Joseph. Why? Because yes. his wife that he was supposed to marry was Joseph. Uh, it was Rachel. That was his bashert the oldest to the oldest, the youngest to the youngest, that he went to Haran to marry Joseph, to marry Rachel, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, by accident, he married another three women, had another 12 children. <laughs> I mean, I w- the accident is a joke. It's, it wasn't an accident, but that was not the purpose. And therefore, the moment Joseph was born, he told Laban, I fulfilled my mission, I can go back home, because Joseph is born. That's my continuation. Jacob looked on Joseph, this is the next rabbi. It was Abraham. Isaac took over from Abraham. Even it was another son, Ishmael. I, uh, Jacob and Esau. Jacob took over from, Esau, from, from, from Isaac. Who will take over after Jacob? Joseph. Yes. But it, Joseph is the next leader. So he's
1: like it, the firstborn, in a sense. He, he was is. The, Not like he he's he the is firstborn
0: born of Rachel. Right. Who's his firstborn? And, and no. Mm-hmm. You, by firstborn, you go after the mother. Then Jacob, in essence, had four firstborns. But from Rachel, from the union of Rachel and Jacob, Which is the part Joseph part. was the firstborn. That from Jacob's point of view, he was the firstborn. Meanwhile, mean, you know, they had other children. That's nice and fine. He has nothing against them. But his goal is Joseph.
3: But it's curious, because with Abraham, we have uh, the, 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 the generation, and it just means Yitzhak And then with Yitzhak, this is there's the generation, and it names both Esau and Esau. And Jacob. Jacob. In this situation, In we, only, we, Joseph. only Joseph, which is very curious, because um, you know, um, obviously, all of them uh, do carry on the line, even though because Esau's been mentioned. I mean, You're I've right. read different You're, things on that. Yeah,
0: but. but what I mean to say is, what I want to point out that he, here he was concentrating. The Torah wants to tell <coughs> us why. Basically, here is the answer why Jacob favored Joseph. It wasn't just because, oh, he liked him, he was the cutest boy. That was the continuation. And therefore, Rashi later will say that he, he, he taught him all the Torah. He taught everything that he had. He looked like him. Everything was, he was like Jacob. He was the continuation of Jacob. So, he was 17 years old.
2: Yosef, at the age of 17 years, would tend the sheep with his brothers. And the lad was with the sons of
0: Bilah. And the sons of Zilpah and his father's wives. Yosef. Let's stop right here. It he was, he was, he was the lead was with the sons of Bila. What does this mean? That Rashi says in the bottom of this page something very interesting. With the sons of Bila. See the Meaning Rashi?
2: that he associated with the sons of Bila because his brothers would demean them, but he, Yosef, would be close with them.
0: Here is the source and the soul of the whole historian. There were four, four mothers, four uh, wives. Two were the wives and two were maidservants. The children of Leah looked on the children of the maidservant as second-class citizens and treated them like this. And Joseph was also a son of Rachel, of the wife. He couldn't take it. He said, what's going on here? If you think about it, this is the problem that was for generations, for forever. The old Hasidic movement came about today, is the 20th of Kislev. The 1920th of Kislev is, the, is a Chabad holiday. It's called the Rosh Hashanah for Hasidus. What does old Hasidic movement came about? In the time of the Baal Shem Tov, there were two classes, two societies in the Jewish people the higher society and the lower society the scholars and the simple Jews. And the scholars looked on the simple Jews like they don't exist. You have to be the slaves. Give me the money. I'm the king. I know how and to learn Torah. Who are you? Came to Bal Shem Tov and said everybody is equally important in the eyes of God. Obviously, they didn't like it. That's, that's what made the fight against the Hasidic movement. The whole fight against the Hasidic movement started because of this. And ultimately, that's why the first Chabad Rebbe was arrested, was reported to the government by... It's all the animosity was... How dare you take away from us our leadership? What do you mean everybody is equal? I learned Torah for nothing? I thought I'll be the rabbi, I'll be the leader, I'll be the... Everybody will wash my feet and suddenly I'm I'm everybody is equal? They couldn't stand it. That you see that the same fight that started right there from Joseph and the brothers was in the time of the, of the Alter Rebbe, 215 years ago. In 14 years ago, he came out from jail. Joseph ended up in jail because he was supporting, he was de- defending the, the children of Jacob, the children of Israel, and al Ebi ended up in jail because of this. The class warfare, that was the soul of the problem in the family. And that's, that brings to the next, next line, Joseph brought back...
2: Yosef brought back bad reports about them to their father.
0: What's the bad report? If you look on the Rashi on page 417, five lines, it, it brings a few things, but f- uh, it, it brings number one, number two. Go ahead.
2: For the slander he related about them that they called their brothers slaves. Yosef
0: was sold as a slave. He told about them. That's an interesting thing. It, they, they used to call the brothers slaves. They are the, daughters of the, they are the sons of the maids. They are slaves. And he called them slaves, but then, he was actually sold for a slave because he, brought, because he reported it to his father. But what was the real source of the fight, one of the main reasons of the animosity between the brothers, was that, you need to understand, Joseph was raised by Bila. Joseph's mother, Rachel, died and she gave birth to Benjamin. Benjamin was, I think, ten years old at that time. Ten or seven, I don't remember. But I think Ten. Then, when his mother died, Joseph was um, t- uh, seven, ten years old. Joseph was ten years old, or even younger. Who raised them? Bila raised them, that he was close with the children of Bila, that he couldn't stand the idea that they, that they treat them like second-class citizens. He was a part of them. He was, what do you mean? It's my brothers. How could you, could you do such a thing? And this is the problem until today. We have the people looking at each other down and they, and they, and they, we are more important, you're less important. It's all the same issue since since the beginning. Nothing changed. The story is the same story. When, when it was,
4: um, when Esau and Jacob confronted each other, then um, afterwards they left. Mm-hmm. And then how soon afterwards was, um,
0: did Rachel die in childbirth? Rachel died before um, then. No, not before that. After oh, no. that, right after yeah. that, after that. When exactly? I don't know, but it, right, right there, because it's written that she died right when they entered the land of Israel. Mm-hmm. Mark, you can move a <laughs> Well,
4: reason I say is, I thought I remember somebody say, saying that he was because he stood up in front of Rachel because Esau was six or something. That's why. You could be. That. Could
0: be. It could be it was seven. That means that. Uh, he was seven and now he's 17. And 10 years earlier, that happened 10 years later. Then, then that means that uh, that uh, Benjamin was seven. That's why I said I couldn't remember if he's seven or 10. That makes sense. That oh, problem. Benjamin, yeah,
4: sorry. But
0: Benjamin yeah, yeah. was seven in this case. If you, if Joseph was six and his mother died and he was oh, seven, right. almost seven, then that really was one of the main reasons for the fight between Joseph and the brothers. Now we'll continue to see. What are the other causes for the fights? 4.17, number 3.
5: Israel loved Yosef more than any of his sons, for he was the son of his old age.
0: Oh, okay.
5: What does that mean mean exactly?
0: Rashi says a few things. Literally, means your youngest son. It's called in Yiddish, Amazinic. Amazinic you love more than anybody. Don't your youngest child get away with everything? But
2: he had
0: Benjamin. Yeah, Benjamin
2: was there. Shine. Uh, Does he not count? <laughs> not
0: really, <laughs> obviously. And you have 12 children, that number two is, uh, is also the youngest.
4: He was the youngest before Benjamin.
0: That's why Rashi, Benjamin was a big difference. Benjamin was, until Benjamin came around, it was already, Jacob didn't even have That's patience right. to give him attention, probably. But the Rashi brings a few meanings to this. Number one, Rashi says on page 417, number three, the Rashi, son of his old age. Go ahead. Because?
5: Because he was born to him in his old age.
0: Number one. Doesn't make, not because Benjamin was not born when he was old. It means he doesn't like Benjamin. He loved Joseph because he was one of the youngest children. Doesn't have to be the youngest. One before the youngest could also be the youngest.
5: He was the youngest for a long time.
0: Exactly, and that what makes him the youngest. Many people have families that the child was born was the young, the youngest for a while. He behaves even a, a child was born later doesn't make a difference. He still behaves like the youngest. Mm-hmm. He, from his point of view, that's another child was born. That's not his problem. You understand? He behaves like the youngest. And that's what he was the youngest.
4: So going to ask you who your youngest
0: my youngest boy? <laughs> it's not a secret. <laughs> <laughs> then another explanation.
5: Angelos translates it, he was a wise son to him. Because all that he, Yaakov, had learned from Shem and Ever, he transmitted to him, Yosef. Another explanation.
0: Then what does this mean? Jacob gave over all the Torah that he had. He had 12 sons. But who was his continuation? Who was his successor? Who was the next Rabbi as I said before? Jacob, Joseph, that's why he taught him everything. He was the everything. disciple. He, yeah, he was the, the one who continued, the, the, he'll give over, in Judaism there is the Masoret, giving over the tradition from generation to generation. And Maimonides brings in his introduction to his book, to this big book, Mishnah Torah. <coughs> he, he, show, he, he shows 40 generations who got, who transmitted the Torah from whom, and Joshua from Moses, and, and so on and on and he brings names after names, all the way to the Talmudic rabbis. And in even there were many rabbis, but there was one chief rabbi that he was the one who transmitted the Torah from the generation before. The same thing is here. Who is the next one to move, to to transmit the, the Torah, whatever the Torah that was there, that he learned from Shem and Aver, the believing God and everything that they did, who, who is the next one? Joseph, that he taught Joseph.
3: Well, it could be argued that... Um he wasn't a primary in himself, because he's tofefez. He was? He's tofefez, he's an addition. It's sort of that he's like a carbon a copy, carbon carbon. He's, he's not like... Now you want to...
0: <laughs> I hear no? what you say, he's trying to learn from his Ibu name, Yosef means an addition. That he was an addition, it means just an addition. But that's what the, every every successor is an addition. He adds, he, he, he adds something to what it was before. And really, that's the meaning of every... Successor of every leader that he fulfills the place of the leader before. It's called in Hebrew "memalema komi." He fills his space, his place, and he adds something of his own. He adds an addition. And that's really every one of them.
5: So was Joseph, uh, Joseph was not the only one to get the covenant. Obviously, all the brothers got the covenant, right? What? What, what was uh, what was Joseph inheriting? Is he inheriting, inheriting a blessing? Was he... Inheriting
0: the leadership of the generation. It's the Torah. It's it's everything. Ultimately, I think he he gave him, before he died, he gave him more blessings.
5: Yeah, he gave each one of the
0: blessings. Look, he got, you know, there is a law in the Torah that a firstborn gets two portions of the inheritance. Mm -hmm. Let's say there is uh, ten children, then Mm -hmm. the first one will get, (coughs) you divide it into ten, the first two gets the firstborn. And the other rest, the rest get eight pieces, and they have to divide it among them. The, The other nine, so to speak. Here, Joseph is the firstborn. Why? He got two tribes. Right? All other tribes got one tribe. He, as a firstborn, got a double portion. He got two tribes. That's from Jacob's point of view, Joseph is the firstborn. And that's how he's treating him. He teaches him the Torah, he gives him the special code. and then he gives another explanation, number three,
5: Another explanation, that his Yosef's facial features were identical to his Yakov's.
0: He looked like him.
5: A... Chip off the old block.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean? It's,
2: uh... He looked like
0: him. Just like, <laughs> <Yeah>. just like, <laughs> just like him. Just yeah. like his dad. Just like his dad, uh-huh. Then, and you know where we see this story? If you remember, that we'll learn next week, if you we will make it to this part of the story, and then yet he, he was seduced by Potiphar's wife. And it's written, and then, and the, the Talmud says, when he stood up, he was, he was, on, he almost fell for it. And then it was basically, it was his front of a window, a mirror.
3: This is the image.
0: And he saw his own image. But his image was just like Jacob. That mm-hmm. he remem- suddenly he saw Jacob in front of him. That he remembered his father, he said to himself, how could I do such a thing? Then, here we said, zkunim could mean in Ibu, if you play with the word, ziv ekunim. Look like the father then physically he looked like his father, spiritually he looked like his father, he was the continuation of his father. But you know, the other brothers don't like it. Mm-hmm.
1: That's then,
0: <laughs> now, that's why when he gave him, he made, he made for him, we read here he made for him a long, colorful coat. Everybody says, and the Talmud points out why he treated them nicer <coughs> than the other kids, and it creates problems, and so on and on. Yeah. But Jacob had to give him the mantle of leadership. Jacob had to point out to the other kids that he's the next leader, that he gave him a special card that was a mental of leadership, like this makes him the rabbi, this makes him the next leader. That's why he gave it to him. Not because, oh, he likes him. People ask, just, Jacob didn't understand when you when you single out one of the children you make tzoras. Jacob is just much as a chochem as all of us. He raised 12 children, after all, he didn't do such a bad job with all of them. The whole Jewish people start from them, right? From all of them, he didn't lose one of them. With Dinah, the, with all the Tzorahs that he had, he was in Haran and he was raising, Jacob did not a bad job that everybody says, every beginner psychologist, anybody who ever you think, who thinks he's a psychologist says, oh, Jacob, singled out one children out of others. He knew this, this This scholarship and this psychology he understood too. He still did it because he felt he had no choice. He has to point out that he is the next leader. And he knew that Reuven, who is the oldest, and Judah, and this, and they will not like it. He knew that. What What, what is he going to do? That's, that's, that's the, de- the destiny. That's meant to be. He's destined to be the next leader. Isn't
5: this just the opposite of the other stories? And all the other stories, the oldest... Uh, is replaced by the youngest. Uh, and, and...
0: Here, it is interesting. No matter how you slice it, it's Joseph. If he's the youngest, he should, take, he, should be, he should be the leader. If he's the oldest, he should be the leader. He had a very interesting combination. He was the oldest and the youngest. In a sense, he's the only successful
3: firstborn. <laughs> In a sense.
0: You're right. All the other and he was always the youngest. You're right. But here it was, be- maybe because of the- he had the interesting combination, he was the oldest and the youngest. The Torah says he was the youngest, he was the youngest son, that's why he calls him. And the other end, he was the oldest of Rachel. When you're the youngest of your father and the oldest of your mother, it works out. <laughs> well,
3: that but, makes sense, that's so, the highest yeah, of so all. there are
1: four so. mothers. Huh? Well, here there's four mothers, so it's a little bit... Yeah, difficult. I mean to say... No yeah. well, a- matter how you
0: slice it, but it was... From a Jewish point of view, from a lachic point of view, if he, he had to have a, he has a, a, such a firstborn as to have a on a bench It's considered a firstborn. That, had, that the father had another three women, he had children with them, that not, has nothing to do with this. It goes the first womb of the mother, not of the father.
3: In that sense, in essence, it's sort of what we were talking about before, the highest and the lowest.
0: You're right. You're right, you're right. It's the highest and the lowest. Number four, I'm not going to if you don't mind.
6: His brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, <clears throat> and they hated him. They could not speak to him peaceably.
0: Yeah, they, I mean, uh, they, they cannot, they, they thought he loved them all. That's the bottom line. No matter how you look of it, it doesn't look good and doesn't sound good. I mean, the brothers don't like it. Go ahead.
6: Yosef had a dream, and he told his brothers, and they hated him even more. He said to them,
0: Listen to this
6: dream that I dreamt. Behold, we were binding sheaves in the middle of the field. Behold, my sheaf rose and stood up straight. And behold, your sheaves surrounded it and prostrated th- themselves to my sheaves. His brother said to him, oh, oh, okay,
0: let's stop right here. First of all, he comes with a dream. Right? First of all, the first question is, Why are you saying and they know they hate you? <laughs> is that, why are you saying? Number one. Number two, realize what he did. He just told him the dream. What happened later? Number eight. Go ahead.
6: His brothers said to him, Will you then be a king over us? Will you indeed rule over us? They hated him even more because of his dreams and his words.
0: Then what happened there? He said nothing. He just came with a dream, right? He didn't say anything. They, on their own, they translated the dream. They explained what the dream means. They made their own ruling. They all ruled it themselves. They sensed, sentenced themselves. You understand what happened there? Oh, then? yeah, yeah, yeah. Mixed all sentiment. He, he didn't say anything. He just brought raw material. So I saw a dream. That the sheaves are standing and all of your shivs. Shine. They could just tell him, oh, shine, you have a dream. Tomorrow yeah. I have a better dream. They did not have to say what it means. They didn't have to give a, unexpl- a translation to the dream. They didn't have to, have to explain the dream.
1: Yeah, but he's asking for trouble just by saying... I know.
0: But here, it's, here it's, it's a known thing about dreams, that the way you... If you don't pay attention to them, and you don't make any issue about it, you don't speak about it, will be forgotten. It will be disappearing from the, from the face of the... It's nothing. The moment you start to speak about it, and you start to explain it, and you start to make an issue from it, you kind of fulfilling it mm-hmm.
5: isn't this a prophecy though yeah
1: oh. that's that's i think that's the issue though isn't there t- isn't there two types of dreams one is like a prophecy the other is, You're right. is You're right. the other is comes from your own thoughts your own ruminations your right. brothers thought that it was the second that joseph wanted to dominate them i know, than i know
0: that that's explanation why joseph came to them joseph came to him because by jewish law a prophet who doesn't deliver his prophecy deserves that. That Joseph, for him, it was a prophecy, and he had an obligation to tell the dream. That's why even he knew they were going to aid him, they, uh, he, say, uh, he had to tell him that. On the other hand, Joseph was kind of begging them, not necessarily to translate it, to explain it in this way. If they would figure out the dream in a different way, maybe the realities would be different. What's it wouldn't happen the way the way they, the they created by their saying it and then explaining it, they created this reality.
3: It's no different than we've seen that with other Moshe who says, take my name out and then his entire name is taken out of an entire part. Uh, you
0: right. There is, uh, for example, mm-hmm. there is, I mean, uh, the best example is there is, the Balshemtov says something very, the Balshemtov or the Mag says something very interesting that a person, got, nobody can judge a Jew. No one in the world even God himself doesn't want to judge him. And What do you do? What is it God is doing? God brings to the Jew the same situation, and he makes them judge it. Let's say, Mr. A stole money. Now, God brings in front of Mr. A that Mr. C stole money. And Mr. A says about Mr. C, this is terrible. How could he steal money? He should be punished for such a thing. Goes on and on, fine. This is restored under the under, under camera and there's everything recorded. When it comes when Mr. Ray is being judged for his, uh, for his stealing, God says, "I didn't say anything. We'll see what Mr. Ray said about himself. Whatever he, whatever he said to do should be done to other people will apply to him. You judge yourself. Where we see it, there is a, a story in the Bible that shows King it David. more Nathan. than everything. King David. Yeah, King David and Nathan. What happened there? King David was a story with Bathsheba. Then came Nathan, Nathan uh, he took Bathsheba from his husband, then came Nathan, told him a story about sheep. a sheep, a man who had one sheep, and somebody had a thousand sheep, and the person stole the one sheep, and he slaughtered it, King David got all walked up and he said, he should be punished by that. I think by that. I think yeah. he said. And by then, Nathan looked at <laughs> him and told him, "You're the man." Why Nathan had to trick him to into it? It wasn't a trick just it's to get him. It was a way he couldn't judge him. He needed to put in front of him a situation, and he judged it, and then said, "Now it's applied to you." The same thing is here. What happened here? Joseph didn't say what's going to be. They said what they are going, that they are bowing down. They judged, they what, they wrote their own sentence, their own destiny, that they will bow down. And then comes the second dream with the same story. Go ahead.
2: He had another dream and told it to his brothers. He said, "Behold, I dreamed another dream. The sun, the moon, and eleven stars were prostrating themselves to me." He told it to his father and to his brothers. His father rebuked him and said <coughs> to him, What is this dream that you dreamed? <coughs> Shall I, your mother and your brothers, come and prostrate themselves on the ground to you?
0: Okay, now the father translated. Mm-hmm. The first time they got the Echsheh of the brothers. This time the father gave the stamp. He gave the second, the second translation. Now he made the The brother said, we, Are we going to, to... The brother spoke about himself. The father spoke about him now. Now the bra- the father and the brother will have to bow down. We see it later, when they when when in Parshas Miketz, the next week's Parsha, when they actually came to Joseph, and they bowed down to him. Then there is an interesting line there. Can I ask you a question about dreams, real quick? One second, one second. Let me finish my <laughs> sentence. Um... Number 472. Actually, 471. In the top of 471, the second line.
2: Yosef's brothers came and they persuaded
0: themselves to him, with their faces to the ground. Okay, Yosef's brothers bowed down to him. Now, turn to page 472, in top of the page. Okay. In top of the page 472. Yosef <coughs> recalled the dreams,
2: and he had dreams. Joseph Yosef recalled
0: the dream that he dreamt for them. The first Rashi that he had dreamt for, about them. Don't skip this. N- he, he knew now the day the dreams were fulfilled, for they had bowed down to him. Mm-hmm. See? The dreams were fulfilled. Yeah. Who, but who made the dreams a reality? It's their fault. They canceled it. Who asked you to talk? My father used to teach me always don't predict anything bad. If you have nothing good to say, don't say anything. You're better off not saying anything. They translated the dreams. The first time, the brothers. The second time, the father. Eventually, the father came too. He came to Joseph and he bowed down to Joseph. He bowed down actually before he died, he bowed down to Joseph.
5: But if Joseph is supposed to be the leader, why is the father all upset about it here?
0: The father is not upset. The father is upset that um, because he creates animosity. That's what the father was upset. And if you look on page 420, in top of the page, the text, um, Cohen, 420, in top of the page.
1: His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in mind.
0: What does this mean? Look at the Rashi number 11.
1: Kept the matter in mind. He waited and looked forward when it would
0: when come we'll, to be fulfilled. Exactly. He wasn't angry. He had to show a face because the brothers were so upset. And he basically told Joseph maybe a few less dreams wouldn't be such a bad idea. But <laughs> he knew that this is going to be... He was waiting. He knew that's going to happen. Then you write. If Joseph knows it's going to happen, write. Well, where, where was the problem? If Jacob knew he's supposed to be the leader, where's the problem? I'll tell you my commentary to this. Mm-hmm. You no, know, Solomon was, back to the story of, Je, of David, Solomon was born from, from, Solomon was the next king. Obviously, that was the will of God, that mm-hmm. Bathsheba to marry David, right? And the message brings explanations, a thousand. That, what do you want from David? David was doing, supposed to be, if, if this would be a terrible thing, Solomon, would, the next king wouldn't be born from... And about Solomon, it's written that in his time there was peace in the world and he was building the, the, base, the holy temple, right? If he wouldn't he would be the wrong person, God wouldn't build the temple to his end. The first temple of the Jewish people and the fire of God came down. I mean, God cooperated 100% with this, right? Obviously, that was the right person. And what, what, is everybody, what, what is everybody upset with David. David didn't have to push it. God wants, God wants to, have, to have a, a Bathsheba marrying, marrying David and Solomon. Leave it up for God. Joseph has to be the leader. It has to come by itself. The brothers have to recognize that Joseph is the leader. You understand? It cannot be forced from above. It says a Rebbe has to become the Hasidim has to want them to be a Rebbe. If he's a rabbi just because his father said that he should be the rabbi, bad news. Most of the Chabad rabbis never, had any, never wrote any will who should be the next rabbi. Because if he can be a rabbi, he will be. And if he's not capable to be a rabbi, no will for going to help. Because the same thing here Joseph was a leader, eventually became a leader on his own without his father's help, I think. <coughs> he, Pharaoh found them, Pharaoh made them a leader he ruled the world on his own, don't push it same thing uh, David But was supposed to marry you Uriah went to war, it would be another month maybe, he would be killed you know? Hashem, leave it for, up for God don't try to make it faster than it's supposed to be you have to try your best, but not, don't go in, in strange ways and do it, could be that the story with Rebecca and Jacob, with the, with the blessings, if the blessings belong to Jacob, right? Somehow, Isaac would give it to Jacob. That not always is the best way to, to push things. You have to try your best, but when you say that it doesn't work, let it go. It's going to work out. Then that's where, Jacob knew that he's the leader, you're right, teach him Torah, no problem. But don't start to force the brothers to make him... They should accept him as, as a leader. They, they didn't want to. You see? Everybody saw they don't want to. Give it time. They will run to him. They will have nothing to eat. They will run to him. They will do anything for him. What was your question about dreams? I'm sorry. you still remember them?
4: Well, it's maybe stupid. You know, uh, if, if, a, if Joseph gives his dream okay, to the brothers... Mm-hmm. And the brothers interpret it. Mm-hmm. So the dreams go by the interpretation. Mm-hmm. Then let's say another person, another set of people, listen to the same dream. The That's dream
0: was about the brothers. They were the one to give. They they were one of in charge to give the inter- interpretation. Right. I cannot decide the destiny for you. I can only decide the destiny for myself. That if the dream belongs to you, my interpretation will have very little meaning. Your interpretation will have a lot of meaning. You understand? We cannot de- decide the destiny of other people. We cannot only decide, We can only decide the destiny of ourselves. We have no control over others. Go ahead.
6: If uh, Jacob, <clears throat> as the, it says here, interpreted the dream that he, w- he waited and looked forward when it come, would come to be fulfilled, mm-hmm. then why did he pine all, all the years after Joseph? He thought he was dead. And he would never see him again. But if he... even more,
0: even worse, because he knew that this post is destined to have such dreams and it's destined to be fulfilled, that he painted that this is not these dreams were not fulfilled.
6: But on the other hand, couldn't one say that the dream must be fulfilled? Why would Hashem?
0: Everything must be, but uh, <laughs> sometimes it just doesn't happen. If some, you know, people have free choice and people can mess up things. Then more than that, as we're going to learn soon, Jacob sent them to check out his brothers. Right? Jacob couldn't forgive himself that he sent them. Jacob was sitting. In the Metzudah says he was thinking to himself, "Is is the way that it was like knives in his stomachs? He couldn't forgive himself. You, I knew that is that the brothers ate them. Why I sent them? Then Jacob blamed himself for this." In top of it, and it's interesting. Usually, the nature of as Rashi, if, if we we'll ever make it to this Rashi, if uh, uh, usually a person a person dies, the beginning is very painful, and as time passes, time cures the pain. That the Jacob couldn't relax, he couldn't get over it. it. To himself, it was a sign that he's alive. Something is not right here. He couldn't clo- He not Couldn't find closure. He couldn't get. He was constantly moaning, constantly getting upset about it. That that was a sign for him that it was not, it was not a normal situation.
2: Rabbi, I have a question. Friday in Shabbat service, you said that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob...
0: Lived together 15 years, yeah. 15 years. Mm-hmm. How
2: old was uh, Isaac
0: when Jacob was born? How old was Isaac when Jacob was born? Isaac was, uh, he was 60 years old? It's written in the text. Right here. How that can be? Huh? How could it be? Yeah. Today, many 60-year-old men have babies. Mm-hmm. More miraculous is Abraham having one at the age of... Uh, men? Oh, the question think. is how old the women is, not how old the men mm-hmm. is. So I mean, right. I know myself people who have t- t- children by the age of 60. Right here in Solomon, You don't have to go too far. <laughs> um,
2: Why did you make this comparison between the movie and this? I tried to explain it to my family and then they put
0: me in the corner. Okay, well, we'll leave it for, 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 give it an explanation. On page 278, it's written clearly, Yitzhak was 60 years old when she, Rivka, gave birth to them, to the two children. Absolutely. Right, 60. 60, 60, 60. 60. Right, how they were together for 15 years. Why not? What's the problem? Abraham died when he was 175. Oh, uh huh. Okay. And and Isaac was when I oh, okay. I always was 100, right? That yeah. between then now Abraham is 160. When you have they, okay. if Isaac is 60, that okay, Abraham is 160. It. Okay. Then by 175, Jacob and Esau were 15 years old. You said 60, I thought 6. Okay. Six? No. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Page 420. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a miracle.
1: <laughs> Too much of That's a miracle. Right. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, we'll continue on pay, um, 420, number 12.
1: Number 12. His brothers went off to pasture their father's sheep in Shechem. Israel said to Yosef, Aren't your brothers pasturing the sheep in Shechem? Come, I will send you to them. He, Yosef said to him, Here I am. He, Yisrael, said to him go please and see after the well-being of your brothers and the welfare of the sheep and bring me a report.
0: That's interesting what is happening here. We read read before in the Rashi, in the text that he used to bring bad reports to his father. Right? Mm -hmm. Here God, his father tells him go and check out the well-being, shalom of your brothers and bring me a report basically bring me a good report. You can even say that he tells them, go make peace with your brothers. You're in a fight with your brothers. You bring me bad report. Go bring me some peace. Make peace with them and tell me how well they're doing and bring me a report back. A man found...
1: Uh, He sent Yosef from the depths of Chevron and he came to Shechem. Mm
0: -hmm. A
1: man found him going astray in the field. The man asked him, what are you seeking? He said, I'm looking for my brothers. Tell Let's
0: me step please. right there wow, 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 wow. First of all, a man met him. The Rashi says it was Gavriel, like an angel. And he asked him basically, where are you going? It was a kind of a question. Where are you going? Do you know where you're going? What, do you, what are you looking for, Tzoros? What is Joseph saying?
1: I'm looking, for, I'm my looking brothers.
0: for my brothers. Anything, something like this reminds you of something in the Bible? Something different?
3: Yeah. In the beginning, with, Ab- with uh, I- Abel and Cain. Yeah, what Cain said? In- oh, my brother's,
0: my brother's keeper. keeper. I'm, a brother's keeper. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm a brother's keeper. This is an atonement for I'm a brother's keeper. I'm looking for my brothers. That's, if you want, what the slogan of Chabad is. This is the slogan of Chabad.
3: So you're saying that, uh, that Joseph is a reincarnation? I don't say it's an
0: incarnation, but I'm saying that this is for sure... A, a correction could be could be it's kind of it's written with <clears throat> this reincarnation. That is a this is the opposite the opposite of what was written in, in, in with Cain and Abel. Cain said, I'm my brother's keeper. Also about brothers. He said, I'm looking I'm looking out for my brothers. That's what we all of us have to do. As achai or Nachim evakish, you have to look out for our brothers. Not for ourselves, for our brothers. And that's what he tells them. And that's Joseph lived up to this statement all the way to his last breath of his life. Even they sold them. Not only forgive them, When we want to learn some in the, in, in the Tanya, in the Alta Rebbe, he writes, then when he, he says, he talks about forgiving, not holding a gorge, that he says you should learn from Joseph and his brothers. how Joseph, he repaid with good for bad. Not only didn't, you know, there's one thing to hold a gorge. The better level is not to take revenge. That's number one. The real, the real guys take revenge. Number two, the olden holding Gorge, to get rid of your Gorge. You know, you're here and I'm here. We have a nice day. I'm not against you. Joseph paid with good. He saved them. Not only saved them, he made sure that they shouldn't feel bad about it. What he told them? You meant to do maybe bad, but actually God meant it for good. Don't be upset about it. Twice in the Bible, maybe three times, it tells them, don't be upset about it. This is something that, unheard of such a level, when he said, I'm looking for my brothers, he lived up to this statement all the way, until the end.
3: Well, it seems almost like when he says, here I am, it's almost like he's created a GPS system that he's, st- I mean, it's not even a question of, here, now, where a- are you? A- he's stating, I'm now was, ready, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready
0: to do whatever, whatever you tell everything. me. And you are, and, uh, you, it's, you it's a, I mean, in the, a- it's I mean, written by I mean, quite a few, yeah. by a few people, by Avon, by many yes. people it's written in a- to, they said to God, they said, yeah. But here is no question that, okay, let's continue. Tell me, please.
1: Tell me, please, where are they pasturing? The man said, they have traveled on from here. For I heard them say, let us go to Dosen. Yosef went after his brothers and found them in Dosen.
0: Uh-huh. They left. He had a perfect excuse to go. He fulfilled his father's mission. He could come back to his father, so I couldn't find him. They left to another place. I went, he told him, go to Hebron. Fine, he went. He came back, they were gone. Joseph had a mission, and he was destined to do, he was determined, I'm sorry, determined to do the mission, to fulfill it. Okay.
1: So, so if this wasn't the angel, Gabriel, you kind of...
0: No, Rashi said it's Gabriel. Go ahead.
1: Right. Well, but the way you said it was, you know, Rashi said, you know... <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's interesting that um, whoever this man is, um, this was probably the most important thing he did in his life. This man, yes, trying to, to tell stop Joseph, him. give be a directional signal, a navigational signal for Joseph. I mean, we think about you know the purpose, you know, or oh, the purpose. purpose of a person. Yeah, yes. for
0: no question that uh, then that, that it was he fulfilled this purpose. Yeah, what you say is there is a statement from the Baal Shem Tov, that a man goes down to the world for 70, 80 years to do one favor to one person. The only problem is we don't know which person and which favor. <laughs> That's a small trouble. And therefore, every time a person comes <clears throat> to ask you for a favor, you feel guilty. Because maybe this is the person and this is the favor. <laughs> we know the story from Esther in the Megillah, when when she Mordechai sent her to the king and she hesitated to go, that Mordechai told her, maybe... That's why you are here. That's, that's, your, that's your moment in history. If you mess this up, and you saw, we, we all know people that made the right choice in the right time, and they, they were remembered in history. And some people messed up in the right moment, and later they beat themselves up, and they, it was too late. You missed that and finished. Mm-hmm. Everything is for sure with the, with the, it's destined and it's bound by God, but you see it in life, it happens many times. Okay, they saw him.
2: They saw him from a distance, and before he approached them, they were plotting against to kill him. One man said to another, here comes the dreamer.
0: One man said to another, here comes the dreamer. You know, we cannot wait until we learn the whole story to tell you this. They were <coughs> ten brothers. Officially, all ten sold them. But let's think about it. The children of Bila and Zilpa. Loved them, right? Because he protected them. He defended them. That's what we learned before. Then you take a form. Four out of ten of gone. As we learn in a minute from now, Reuven said, why killing him? Let's save him. And the Torah, the Torah says he wanted to save them. To save him. That's why he did it. Let's put him in a pit, but he really wanted to save him. The Reuven wasn't, ab- wasn't in the agenda to kill him. Judah sold them, and he said the same thing. Why to kill him? Let's sell him. The Judah didn't want to kill him. Issachar and Zvulun. nobody even asked them. They were like,
2: <laughs>
0: who are they? <laughs> the four older brothers were running the show.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, then who said to each other, Rashi said later by the end of this Parsha, uh, by the end of the, of, the, of the book of Genesis, Rashi said, Shimon told Levi. That's why when Joseph arrested one of the brothers, he arrested Shimon. Why Shimon? Because Shimon was the one who wanted to kill him that from the whole ten brothers, it's much simpler. And Shimon and Levi are the two brothers who killed the whole city of Shrem. Shimon and Levi, and, and Jacob, when he blesses the, the, the ten sons, Shimon and Levi says, I don't want to be, I want to be, don't want to be mentioned, when, when, and I don't want, it curses the anger of Shimon and Levi, because they were the one. And the, All from the whole mess, it's not the ten brothers sold one, they are blamed for it, because they didn't defend them. But they didn't want to sell them. One said to another, one man said to another, Shimon told Levi. Why the Torah doesn't say it here? Who did it? Not to embarrass them. To make it a general thing. Huh? They said, one said to another, the Torah could say, Shimon told Levi. Uh-huh. The Torah purposely doesn't say it. Huh. And there is quite a few places that the Torah doesn't say it. And there is even about other things. There is a, a story in the Bible about the man who went to chop wood on Shabbat, and he was killed, mm-hmm. right, by Moses. That Rashi, that the Talmud says, Rabbi Akiva said, mm-hmm. who was it? Slavchad, mm-hmm. right? Then, then another, I think, Rabbi Shimon, I don't remember which ta- uh, uh, Another Talmudic rabbi asked him, the Torah, the Torah covered the sap, and you uncovered it? <laughs> The Torah did it for a purpose. Why are you uncovering it? The Rebbe once spoke about it. The same thing is here. The Torah covers it up, and Rashi <laughs> says later who it was. Mm-hmm. At that time, you can embarrass somebody, the Torah covers this up. Generations later, when there is no tribe of Shimon separately, in a tribe of this, and the descendants of Tzophrad, the daughters of Tzophrad are not around, and the great grandchildren, at that point, it's not a matter of embarrassing somebody. It's a matter of teaching. It helps us to understand the story and to ever, to gain to understand and learn something from Shimon's behavior, from Levi's behavior, and so on. Then it's worth it to point it out.
3: It's like declassifying.
0: De- class- mm-hmm. That's why they do it. Even <laughs> you're right. They do it 50 years later or something like this. The same thing. The, the rabbis is declassified, for the Torah covered us up exactly. Mm-hmm. Then They told them, Let's okay.
5: Let's we go ahead, back, please. So, the the, the, the the sons of Bilhah and Zilpah are still back in, on the ranch, aren't they? I mean, they no, are, no, they are are real, they're
0: you together with them. They're all there, okay. Everybody's there. Everybody went mm-hmm. to, they were all shepherds. The only one who was not a shepherd was ben, Joseph. And Benjamin, Benjamin was seven Benjamin. years old, and
2: just go a little boy
0: <laughs> now. And more than that, you can see that Jacob like, kept Rachel's... You need to understand, Rachel died. There are two orphans. He kept them by him. He didn't want to let them go. But more than that, you see this explained, that was a big... The real argument, what's the soul of the argument, the spiritual argument between the brothers and Joseph? Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were shepherds. They served God in, the, in, in, the, in nature. It's much easier to be a Jew in nature, right? Than be a Jew in, the, in downtown. Joseph said, we have to take Judaism to the next step. To live in the city and serve God in the city. The brother said, no. We have a tradition. Traditions of three generations of shepherds. You're going to alter history? Maybe we'll lose Judaism. You know, when you go to downtown, you might lose the altar. I mean, who knows if they'll survivors as, as believers in God. They'll be influenced by the idol worshippers. They will become like everybody else. The in thing to do is not to believe in God at that time, not even today. That they were afraid, they felt that Joseph is taking Judaism the wrong direction. They felt that they have to get rid of him, because if they don't get rid of them, they will lose Judaism. And in their history, when they came later to Egypt, they told Pharaoh we were shepherds. They didn't give up on the job. Joseph was a leader. He was the ruler. He was in the middle of the... Uh, the he was, and, and he raised two Jewish children there. In downtown, not being afraid, in the capital city of Egypt. Egypt was considered the lowest of the lowest of, 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 be, of immoral behavior. And he raised there two good Jewish children. And what ended up to be the rest of the Jews, the children of the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the 12 tribes, of the sons, they didn't continue the father's way of being shepherds. They became the movers and shakers of, of Egypt, of the Egyptian economy. They joined Joseph's philosophy. Then it was really, on a deeper level, it was an argument of of, where we're taking Judaism. When the Rebbe started to send out Chabad rabbis 60 years ago to all over the world to spread Judaism, the rest of the religious community was fighting it. What do you mean? What's what's going to be if the rabbi joins the crowd, shaves his beard, and starts to enjoy life? I mean, who says he will make them more religious? Maybe they will influence them. And it was a huge risk. They said, let's be shepherds, let's let's segregate. We'll be in Meir in in Heights, in our own little shtetlach in ghettos, and we protect ourselves. The Abbey said, no, we have to go and bring the believing God everywhere. We cannot afford to sit in our ghettos. And ultimately, if you sit in your ghetto and you don't influence, you are being influenced no matter what. You lose your ghetto too. But that was, the sa- again, the same argument as we saw before, before about the class for, uh, war between the two societies that Hasidus was fighting with, the same issues that Joseph and his brothers, it is again the same argument. The world didn't change, it's always the same issues. You know, we might have uh, computers, an iPhone, a smartphone, but who we are, is the same story. And that was the argument, yeah. Let's continue. A number, I think we are number 20, yes. Mark? Oh.
3: Now let us come, let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits. <laughs> And we will say that a wild beast devoured, devoured him. Then we will see what will become of his dreams.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. We'll see what will become of his dreams. We'll see. <laughs> you see, the dreams bother them more than everything. The dreams. It's not a, the colorful coat also, but the dreams. Ah, we should be your slaves.
5: <laughs> why, why did they, uh, these brothers want to kill him? Did, did they have, uh, were they just impassionate?
0: Uh, no. They, uh, first of all, it brings bad news to the father. He makes them look better than the father. Then, as I told you, from a spiritual point of view, they felt that he's taking Judaism in the wrong, the wrong direction. But for sure, it was a terrible thing. Do you, do you want me to justify this business? I am not going to.
5: <laughs> but they could have all agreed to sell him as a slave. I mean, they didn't have to that, that,
0: that, was, that, was, that was already... They saw... What happened? They didn't think about it. They saw a caravan of people passing by. They said, let's say, some, sell some for a slave. These are impulses, They're not planned ideas. Let's kill him. Then some folks say, you're right, If they would have a meeting and they would sit down. And they didn't have a plan to, to get rid of him. They saw him. They got the impulse to kill him. This
5: is the new Cain, so to speak, or new Cains.
0: Listen, we, if you look at all this, I mean, all the brothers or the rivalries in in, in in the Bible, it's getting actually better. The first rivalry was Cain killed Abel. Then it was Abraham and Ishmael, uh, Isaac and Ishmael, right? They made peace. When Abraham died, it's written that by Abraham's funeral, mm-hmm. Ishmael and Isaac buried them They made, you know, the people, the people make make peace when when the father dies or the mother. They come to the funeral and they make peace. Then it was Jacob and Esau. They made peace while the parents were alive. Jacob, Esau, kissed them and hugged them. Then it was Joseph and the brother. Not only they made peace. Joseph paid good for bad. Then the ultimate brothers are. Uh, Moses and Aaron, they were like inseparable. They were not, they were together, they helped each other, not only they didn't fight, not only, Aaron was happy when he saw that Moses becomes the leader. That's the ultimate of the ultimate. Then from this point of view, if you think about it, the world is going into a good place. The world, the, how things develop, they're becoming better and better and better. It's a optim, very optimistic look on life. Things are getting better.
3: Well, what's interesting here is that their focus on killing him is really kind of solely because of the dreams. The implication. So? Because they're trying to prevent the prophecy Yeah, yeah,
0: them. yeah. Killing is a bad thing. Yeah, I know. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> just naming, but they're not
3: killing him because they don't like him as much as the fact that it's the dreams.
0: No, no You're right. They you didn't want to eventually, he should become the, the king of Yes, you're right. <laughs> 423, Reuven heard. Reuven heard and
4: rescued him from their hands. He said, let us not kill him. Let us not kill him. Okay, continue. Reuben said to them, do not commit bloodshed. Throw him into this pit, which is in the wilderness, and do not lay a hand on him. His purpose was to rescue him from their hands to bring him back to his father.
0: Reuben wanted to bring him back to his father, right? He wanted to save him. But he says, let's put him. He said, his plan was later to come and to save him. What happened later? I don't want to miss this point because it's an important one. What happened later? Reuven left.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And they, meanwhile, sold them. Reuven came back to the pit. It was Reuven.
3: He was doing shuvah, supposedly, he because was of his father's bed repenting. repenting, right? Or that it was his turn for uh, helping his father out. Yes, he was repenting. repenting.
0: The Rebbe, the Rebbe pointed out once the Rebbe said once something very powerful he was repenting a Jewish boy when a Jewish boy is in, in a pit you don't go to repent if he wouldn't repent he would save Joseph then when you're busy with your own spiritual journey meanwhile Jewish children are being, being lost that's a very important lesson to, lesson to us now people are busy with their own. Some people made Aliyah to Israel because they want this, and everybody's busy with his own prayers and with his own this. When Jewish children are being lost, and they are, it's happening every day, we cannot be busy with our own spiritual journey. If, if Eruven wouldn't be busy with his repenting, Joseph wouldn't be sold, sold as a slave, and the Jewish people would, wouldn't end up in Egypt, and we would be a very happy family. <laughs> it all came because he left. He put him in the pit and left. He was busy, had more important things to do. There are very important things, but there is nothing more important than saving a Jewish child physically or spiritually. And the, and the Talmud points out, Medrash says something very powerful. If Reuven would know that in Hader, that in every Hebrew school, they would read in the Bible, Reuven wanted to save him, he would do a better job. If he would know that we will sit here around the table, and we would read, read in the Torah, and Reuben try to save him. He would make a bigger effort. That, by the way, you know, many times people say, "I want to be anonymous. I want. I don't want to." Rabbi has to point it out. If Reuben would know, the Medrash says it, the Talmud says it, that everybody would know. He would do a better job. When people know that everybody is going to know about it, they, um, the the effort is much bigger than if they do it something anonymous. Nobody will know what's going on. Uh, Okay, four twenty-four. When Joseph came to
2: his brothers, they stripped him of his coat, the long, colorful coat that he had. The on.
0: coat, the coat. They got rid of the coat. They couldn't stand it.
2: They took him and threw him into the pit. The pit was empty. There was no water in it. They sat down to eat bread. They raised their eyes
0: and saw. And what? Hob- what? 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 Joseph did when they threw him in. It's not written in anything, right? He laughed, he cried, he singed, he danced, he begged, he talked, nothing! You know where it's written? Next week's Parsha. When they started to have Tzores, on page 475, when he told them, I don't believe you, you are liars, bring your youngest brother. 475, number 21,
2: They said to one another, "In truth, we are guilty regarding our brother." Next page. We saw the anguish of his soul when he pleaded with us, and we did not listen.
0: Mm -hmm. Ah, he pleaded; he does not listen. Why is the Torah not writing it here that he pleaded, that he screamed? Why the Torah is only telling it what they said? Why not in the beginning? Because when nobody listens, it's like it wasn't said. Here they were sitting down to eat bread. They had a Kiddush. Uh, uh, they put them in the plate uh, and finished. They moved on. The Torah doesn't like anything. It doesn't make, you know when the heard is crying? 22 years later, mm. the heard is crying. Oh, we didn't really listen to when he was... That's the first time they heard him. Took 20 years. Sometimes you hear something from somebody. Some adult tells you a smart thing, a lesson in life. And it registers two years later, saying, you know what, now I understand what I hear, I learn. Took them 22 years to, le- to hear the sky, the sky. For 22 years, the ears were closed.
5: So why so heartless at this point? Why do they sit down for a meal while he's screaming in the pit?
0: They felt that, they have to, that he, will, he will take them down. He's a kind of an informer to the father. They were afraid, according to some Roshan, they are afraid the father will curse them. So they knew that Jacob is the holy man. And he comes and he brings his, uh, what is it called? Uh, somebody who gives him, infor- an informer that goes to the teacher. Mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm. Uh, tattle
0: teller. And he goes to the father and he tells all the bad things about him. And eventually... The father will curse them, get upset and curse them, and they might, might they might, they might die because of it. Then such a guy, what in every group when one guy informs another people, what do you do to them? In every class, in every, in college, wherever it is, in the army, wherever you go, such a guy is in bad shape. Is a snitch? Exactly. Then I think that's what they felt about him. Doesn't listen. Again, I told you, I can. We are not here to defend the story. That's what happened. You know what it is? What is the story? This story is about the Jewish family. The first Jewish family. Such a dysfunctional story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The real problem of the Jewish people <coughs> is the fights. You know, the King David, and his, and his, in the beginning of his book of Psalms, the second chapter, speaks about uh, his enemies. He says, The enemies, I laugh at them. God laughs at my enemies. They are nothing. Then in the chapter 3, when he has problems with Absalom, his son, Absolutely. he cries. The real problems are within the Jewish family. For the enemies, who cares what the Iran says, what the UN says? Gournish. That's small problems. The real problems are at home. When we fight, that this story is not about Joseph and the brothers. It's about us. We don't hear the cry of other Jews. A cry doesn't have to be necessarily a loud cry. If somebody is in pain and doesn't even know that he has to cry, it's even a, even a more sad story. Somebody who doesn't know that he needs Judaism and he needs it, and we, and we are relaxed, That's, the story is about us. The biggest problem of the Jewish people forever was always that we didn't have unity. We were, we were in fights, and then we, it's, it's a reminder to us what needs to be done. You know, there is a story about a, a woman who was listening to the Torah reading in the synagogue, Story with the drawing me to the beach, he's crying and crying and crying. Next year, they read the story, she's not crying. Told the rabbits, and last year you were so, you felt so bad for Joseph. She says, last year he went and they sold them. Who told him to go again? No, I don't feel bad for him. <laughs>